understand we've all felt stuck at one point or another, even the most successful people among us, because it's a rite of passage, a trial, to see if you have what it takes to be independent. The test is to prove that you deserve your destiny. Each week our goal is to bring you an inspiring story of someone who moved beyond their stranded face and found greatness on the other side. Welcome to The Stranded Podcast, and this is your host, Jessica Hurley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to The Stranded Phase Podcast, and it is time for something that we have not done and I have waited on doing for far too long is get back to our 15-minute Fridays, which is where I do my best to give you 15 20 minutes because I talk too damn much, 15 to 20 minutes of applicable content that you can apply to your very own life right now. Whether you choose to do so is up to you, but if you are looking for life-changing opportunities, applicable things that you can literally implement right now, this is definitely the series and the episodes that you want to tune in to. So... I'm using this opportunity to share with you something that I did that was by far one of the most liberating experiences I have ever participated in by choice in my life, y'all. So if you're a longtime listener of The Stranded Family, welcome back. And if you have been listening to me for a while, you know that I am a huge proponent of therapy, journaling, meditation, and any and every opportunity to dive deeper and get to know yourself because I honor and understand that in order for you to be successful, the self-development journey has to be equal, if not higher, for you to tap into that being to truly honor who you are so that you can operate in that divine assignment, not as someone else, not as who you think you're supposed to be, but the truest form of who you were created to be before life got to you, before traumatic experience, before the chaos, before the training, before the pruning, before the just the programming, that person that you were created to be, because I truly believe we were all put on this earth for a reason. And so how do you get back to that? How do you clear the trauma? How do you own those experiences, realize who you are and why you are the way you are and how you can use that pain and turn it into purpose? I think there's just such a deep reality about us all that we miss because we're just so damn busy, myself included. So I honor any and every opportunity to do so and real shit, you guys, because things have have been so loud and successful and abundant lately. I know that what comes with that is the chance that you could drown yourself in things. And so I have been working very consciously to not do that by trying all types of things. And this is not the one I'm going to talk about today, but I did try sound bowls. So again, before I get into this, I'm not an expert in any of this stuff. I just love to try shit. So I tried sound bowls and it was one, it was so powerful. It was so powerful. I did it at home with friends and it's literally where there's a set of bowls. It really has a lot to do with where they come from too. And don't ask me where, I don't remember. I want to say it was like Nepal or Peru. Yeah. Don't ask me. Somewhere cool. They were incredible, just like beautiful bowls that you could play with. You kind of like surround the stick around them. This is where I'm going to start sounding like an idiot. Anyway, I let an expert do that. So as you're laying down, taking an opportunity to meditate and they're playing these sound bowls, you just kind of get to tap into whatever you tap into, whatever you see, whatever you hear, whatever, like just kind of put the conscious aside and see what happens. And I saw so many crazy things. And especially when they're 
they're kind of the goal is to tap into your different chakras. Again, not an expert. So if I sound like an idiot, bear with me all new to this. So the goal is to tap into your chakras. And so it was so cool because the person I did it with would not tell me what each one was. And we just go into it. And then afterwards, when I would typically explain what I saw, it would be very in tune with that chakra, like, you know, the throat chakra, or the heart chakra, or it was just so connected. I saw so many things around my childhood, which is so funny because I've met with so many mentors and experts that the higher you, higher you go, they will tell you that it is so critical to not avoid your childhood, your inner child, right? And I have to be honest and say that there has been plenty of times that I have, and not just this conscious like, no, I'm not doing that, but probably the type of conscious that you're thinking where you're like, well, my childhood wasn't that bad. Nothing traumatic happened to me. Nothing crazy happened. Like, what exactly do I need to dig into? Because I had a pretty normal childhood, right? Wrong. <laughs> like I've said before on prior podcasts, just to, just to simplify it for you, you are learning a self-esteem you are creating, curating, and building your full self-esteem before the age of six. And I recently learned that you learn to trust people before the age of two, before two. So those opportunities are long gone. God only knows what happened in those instances. You know what I mean? So outside of the sound bowls, I did something that many of you, based on the DMs and the feedback that I got after I talked about it, were very blown away by. I saw a hypnotist. Now, the reason I wanted to share this experience so much, one, was because it was so freaking liberating, but two, is because the most misconceived concept that I got from people was like, so how did you feel? Like, did you lose control of yourself? Like, what happened? Did you, were you not pre Like, I think people literally think you're just conked out or something. And one of the things I said to a friend was, I feel like just the term that's used for it is one of the most disrespectful pieces about it. I feel like what we've grown to believe hypnotism is or what we've been taught based on the movies and what it actually was, it was like the term is disrespectful to what it actually was because it was just, to me, it was a enhanced, deep, focused form of therapy. And what I will tell you and why I wanted to share this so badly was because it was so liberating that I feel like I heard, saw, and conquered more in a two-hour session than I have of years and years and years and years of therapy. The way this woman connected the dots for me. Well, first, let me start with this. Let me be clear. I was conscious the entire time. There's several, well, from my understanding, there's more than one way of being hypnotized. There is the method where you cannot open your eyes, but you are still conscious. You know everything that's going on. You just have this insane focus. And then there's like being under a trance, which was what happened to me where I was sitting up. I wasn't even laying down. I was sitting up and I just was prompted to answer several questions with my eyes closed and visualize what was going on to the point where I could not focus on anything else. And if y'all know me and you know my focus, my brain moves a million miles a minute. I could be talking to person, one person about one thing and be thinking about another. I'm talking to y'all and I'm thinking about what I'm cooking for dinner tonight. Like I'm multitasking like a motherfucker in my mind. And so... The way this woman had me focused, I could visualize everything that has ever happened to me and I could not veer from it. Like I saw everything so clearly and I was in it. I was there and I was conscious. So there was no unconsciousness. There was no like I'm tapped out by way of someone telling me what to do. Being at the dentist, you're more unconscious than this. Like <laughs> I was so present sitting next to this woman. So I have to get into how crazy this was and keep it as short as possible at the same time. So I went in knowing only a few things. I said, there's still a lot of triggers. There's a lot of things that trigger me, some of which are based on current circumstances, some of which I know come from the past. 
some of them being things that I don't want to hold other people accountable for or that I don't think they should be held accountable for. So when I say that, I'm saying like, you know, maybe I'm treating Chris a certain way or my fiance a certain way based on something that he actually never did, you know, or I get myself treating clients a certain way or getting patient in certain moments, knowing that it's not something that they actually did. So that's the first step to awareness. Like when people lightly use this term all the time online, when they say this triggers the shit out of me, have you ever been, have you ever talked to someone and they go traffic triggers the shit out of me or someone cutting me off in traffic triggers the shit out of me. Or when someone talks over someone, it triggers the hell out of me. Please be conscious of your triggers because your triggers tell you something more about you that you have, like, it is not just that. Like you were not born annoyed as hell with traffic. Like that is not like in your blood. It's not your triggers are calling you they're like an invitation to open up to figure out what you're actually upset, annoyed, impatient, or pissed about. And where did this concept in your head come from? Where was this birthed? Where did you get this idea that you should or were allowed, not allowed, where you should be upset about this thing that doesn't have to upset you or make you feel anxiety or overwhelm or impatient, right? So I went in just saying, I know I have certain triggers about certain things that I would like to let go of. And it wasn't totally much more clear than that. Like we got into what do those things involve? Okay, relationships, business, abundance, money, you know, inner child, mom and dad, like we definitely checked some boxes, but there wasn't huge. I didn't come in saying like, hey, I want to get over my fear of flying or hey, I want to get over my fear of getting married or like it wasn't this very specific thing. I just said, hey, I know I have lots of triggers that are holding me back help. And that went into a two hour session of this woman literally bringing asking me questions that prompted me to answer honestly to lead us down a path of uncovering experiences that I had as a child that one, first of all, I realized one of them, a specific experience to be exact, that I didn't, it happened when I was five. I didn't acknowledge it again until I was 19. So I'd completely suppressed it for that many years. And then after 19 till now, I've acknowledged it, but somewhere along the lines in my head, I've made up that it wasn't a big deal. And it didn't affect me. And it's semi-normal in which I've had to learn to own working with people like her and other people I've worked with that it was indeed a pinnacle in part of who I've become. A pinnacle, like a pivoting moment of where I could have been going one way and I went another because of what I witnessed. Now, I don't want to get into grave detail out of respect of my um, family, but long story short, it was a physical altercation in front of me with my parents to the point where it scared my mother so bad that we had to run away. And again, 20 something years ago, so I'm not going to get into super details, but this woman, and I'm telling you about about a very specific experience so you can understand how powerful this was and the clarity that I got. And this is one among many within one two hour session. This woman walked me visually through the experience I had from what I saw my father doing, what I saw my mother doing, how did I think my mother might have felt in that moment? And of those feelings that I felt she might have felt, what did I think I might have taken away from that? And then as she makes me kind of honor everything I felt in those moments, possibly as a five-year-old or what I feel when I relive that experience, because again, you can relive these experiences over and over and over again, and you carry what your body experienced until you learn to release it. You just keep carrying it. And so after that, she asks me to get up, not physically, but like, she's like, get up, look, you know, tell me what you have on right now. And I tell her and she's like, okay, go in the room, walk in that door, 
walk up to you when you were young and y'all clear as day. Like I saw me walking in the sliding glass door, walking up to me on the couch as if it was like that scene from the, you remember when Eminem had that rap video and it would like, he'd be like, pause, wait a second. And he'd come in and start talking and it would, two people would literally be in the middle of a fight. That's what happened. It literally like paused my mom and dad. I walked in with the clothes I had on in my head. I walked up to younger me on the couch and she told me to tell me that even though this was going to change so much about me that it was building part of who I was and that moving forward, I might be ashamed to tell my truth or tell the truth about what I've witnessed or seen or just from watching what my mother experienced, feeling as if I have to silence myself constantly, that even though this was a lot of shit thrown my way, that she was like, tell her she will get a master's degree. Tell her that she will do everything that everyone thinks she can't. Tell her that she will use her voice and do a TEDx to inspire people, to mentor others, to help them, people going through what you went through. Tell her all the things that she will do. And she literally gets me to prompt to my younger self what I will do and then says, I know you feel scared and worried right now and fearful, but you need to understand that you, all the bricks that you're being thrown, you don't use them to hurt other people in the future. You use them to build a castle. And this was such a real experience. Like I'm about to cry just thinking about it. And then she says, now give her a hug. I literally visualized myself giving her a hug. And then she's like, okay, give her a gift. And I was just completely silent. And she's like, don't overthink it. Just hand her a gift to let her know it's going to be okay. And I just envisioned myself handing her something and it was a circle. And she's like, what is it? And I said, it's a circle. And she goes, okay, look at it. Like really look at it. What is it? And it changed into a square. And I said, it just changed into a square. And she goes, okay, lean over as if you have a third eye. So you're not talking to her anymore. Like as, as if you're a third visitor, lean over and look at what the gift was. And I swear to God, without me even overthinking it, it was like, I was just a visitor in the room and I leaned over and looked at what the gift was. And it was a square picture frame. And inside the picture was a, see, I'm about to cry. (laughs) It was a picture of me, my mom and dad as a family. That picture doesn't exist. We don't have a picture of the three of us anywhere, ever, anywhere, nowhere. Actually, I lie. I think there's one when I was like four, when we went to Disney together and when they took that like picture at Disney, but there is not any, I don't have any photographs of the three of us together. It was so crazy because then I started like hyperventilating, crying. And I told her and she was like, do you see that that's what you've wanted all along? And in your head, how messed up that vision is and how if your subconscious has been praying and wanting and craving that for so long and you haven't quite had it the way that you envisioned it, like how much space there is in between that that craving and that desire and what you actually have and how you've been longing for that and what that creates. And then all the fear and the things that you have been, that were just in stilled alone in that moment. Like she even drew back to me how I carry my mother's guilt and how I have now helped thousands and thousands of people share their truth because I was silenced about sharing mine. There's so much more I could tell you guys from this experience, but it was freaking eye-opening to the point where like weeks later, I'm still uncovering things, but it, it really helped me uncover more of why I am the way I am, how I tick this way. You know, we she helped me reframe a lot of my triggers. So things that really get me upset, how to go back to those memories, relive them multiple times, and then replace them even to the point where she would ask me five or six times over and over again to rethink the experience that by the end, I couldn't even, I would rethink it and have no pain from it. 
It was like she would eliminate the pain that came with it or the feeling of reliving it and what it felt like reliving it. So the reframing and just the acknowledgement alone was better than years and years and years of therapy, y'all. I cannot even begin to tell you how imperative this was for me, my personal life, my upcoming marriage and my business and my family for who I'm becoming. I have to know these things. I I have to learn these things. I have to acknowledge these things. I have to break free from them. I have to cut these ties, cut these chains and become someone else so that my son and my daughter, my stepdaughter don't have this kind of trauma because of something I experienced as a child. And I hope this for you too. I'm not, hypnosis might not be for you, but if you're stuck, if you're confused, if you've done the therapy, if you've done the journaling and you feel like there's just something deeper in there, I promise you that there is. So check out the show notes. I'm going to put my hypnotist. I don't know if she does virtual. She probably does. She is here in Tampa, Florida. But if that's something that is interesting to you, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to try it. You cannot go wrong and it is truly worth every penny to just uncover some of those things that you may not. You've dug them so freaking deep that they're hard for you to even acknowledge y'all. Do it. It can't do anything but help you really show up authentically and honestly show up as the version of you that you've been craving and known you could be for so long, but there's just been these these invisible things stuck in the way, you have to visit them. You have to. So try it, consider it. You'll love it. I promise. I hope this was valuable for you guys, for any of you that have been thinking about it. Happy freaking Friday. You know, I'm sending you so much love. Happy Friday. Have a wonderful weekend. Catch you on the next episode of the Stranded Face Podcast. Thanks again for joining us on another episode of the Stranded Podcast. If you felt inspired or moved today, make sure to leave a review on iTunes. You can learn more about us and our guests at thestrandedphase.com. And don't forget that your stranded phase is a rite of passage on your journey to greatness.